Sports, Politics, Life. Great Life Golf presents Kevin Keatsman Has Issues. Clubs and courses online at greatlifekc.com. Well, if you didn't know any better, you'd think after all the buildup with the Tucker Carlson-Vladimir Putin interview that was released Thursday at 5 o'clock Kansas City time, you'd think the deep state was in on it because not one, but two major stories unfold on Thursday afternoon that just blow the Tucker Carlson interview with Vladimir Putin to the back burner for another time and place. And it was a great day for Donald J. Trump and great conservative patriots all over America as two major stories happen on Thursday that are just great for his ability to become president of the United States and a devastating blow for Joe Biden. We had talked about on this podcast a couple of days ago that the special counsel, her, was going to have no charges against Joe Biden, brought against Joe Biden in his classified documents case, where he now has released photos and we see a broken box of really old files kind of strewn about next to a lamp in a garage that's put together with duct tape Dusty golf clubs, all kinds of crap, just completely as discombobulated as Joe Biden's brain is what these pictures look like of where he was storing these sensitive materials. And the report is 344 pages long. It says they were sensitive. They were national security. He took them out, basically illegally, held them as a private citizen, willfully and knowingly did so. But they decided we're not going to press charges because essentially this doddering old man forgets everything, and a jury would listen to him say he can't remember things and stammer around and go, well, that's pretty harmless that he had them because he's a doddering old fool. Her writes in his findings that Joe Joe Biden was a well-intentioned elderly man with poor memory, that he forgot the years that he was vice president of the United States. He couldn't recall within years of the proper year of when his son died, which is just stunning, and that the jury would be sympathetic to this man, and there's no reason to bring charges. Now, a lot of people are like, well, wait a second, it shouldn't matter. We know about the elderly man in the Northland that was frightened in his sleep, walked up with his gun to his front door and was scared and shot the kid in the arm. You guys all remember this case in Kansas City over the last year? He got no such defense, that he was a crazy old man and you know didn't know any better. It's not a real defense, but stay with me for a second because I think this is absolutely the best possible thing that could happen if, if Joe Biden stays in the race. And you know me, I've wanted Joe Biden to stay in the race. I think that is Donald Trump's best chance of winning is to go up against Biden. I don't think he'll debate. I think that will hurt him. And now the evidence that came out in this report today that basically says Joe Biden is senile, kind of, you know, it was two, it was October 8th and 9th. It was right after the, the the Biden, the White House is going to try to spin this and say he was tired because Russia or because Hamas had just bombed Israel and we had the attack and all this stuff and he was working in a a world crisis and those were the two days that he was interviewed by the special counsel. That's not going to work with any American. It's not. And Biden came right out and said, no charges. This thing's gone to bed. I'm exonerated. It's over. But if you follow this, and I, I don't know if many people have said this yet, this could be the perfect setup for Trump, the perfect, absolutely perfect situation because now... We have a precedent of somebody taking out classified documents, and these were national security documents, having them, okay, willfully having them, and not being charged. Nobody's charged Obama. Nobody's charged Bush or Clinton or any of these other people that have these things. And clearly, there are classified documents that were taken out of the White House or out of Washington, D.C. by all kinds of people. And if we want to pass really strict laws, we should do that. If we're really, really concerned about these documents, 
We should pass some really strict laws and hold these people accountable so they know you don't do it. But as we've mentioned many times on this podcast, it has been it has been just kind of a handshake okay thing for presidents to take documents out. And the National Archives wants them and, you know, the record or the archivist will work with the president to get documents and place them when he's long dead, like we're just getting stuff on Kennedy and whatnot. 50 years after you're gone, all these different things. Okay, I get it. If we want to have real hard laws that you can't take anything with you, we can do that. I'm not sure that's where we want to go. I'm not sure that's good for the country, honestly. I mean, it certainly would be good from keeping someone really nefarious that wanted to completely destroy America from harming it, which is what they think Trump is doing. But what has happened here by special counsel Hur, he's basically said, no charges. All right, he, he willfully did this. He knew it. They were classified. They were important documents. He was lazy with them. The box was so beaten up. It was so bad. And the lamp, the lamp next to it in the golf clubs, the lamp is broken and has duct tape on it for crying out loud. I mean, it's just unbelievable the crap that he had in the There's dirt and oil on the floor and all this other stuff. It's insane, the pictures they've released and where Biden was storing this stuff. And, and you know, there were times that he opened his garage for long periods of time. Hunter Biden would work on the Corvette in there. Hunter Biden worked in the garage by these classified documents. Drug addict Hunter Biden. I mean, you couldn't be sloppier with classified documents. And so I think the special counsel was appointed by a Republican. I think... What he's saying is, you really shouldn't go after Trump either, because now there's a precedent. And Trump took his out as president of the United States, not as vice president. And he had him at Mar-a-Lago where Secret Service was everywhere. They were well protected. They were in interior closets of the house. Nobody was getting to the documents that Trump had. Could you get to Biden's? Probably pretty easily. Could have broken into the garage. Would have been a serious crime. You'd gone away a long time breaking into that man's house. But breaking into the garage isn't all that hard. Okay. So I think her's done everybody a favor here. The wording is so damning about Biden being incoherent, poor memory, at a loss for words, about topics so sensitive, like I don't remember when my son died. You don't remember when your son died and you're president of the United States. You don't remember the years that you were vice president and you are president of the United States. This is inexcusable. The American people are going to see this. And I'll just say it right now. I think Biden's done. And I don't think this is good because I think what will happen or what should happen if I were Obama in charge of this party, I would, my wife doesn't want to run, right? She doesn't want to run. I get it. I, you can take her off the, the chess piece now off the table. Here's what you do if you're Obama. You tell Biden it's over. Well, Biden's out of there. In a, neck, in a week or two, he says, I've changed my mind. I'm not running for president. I'm out. I'm not up for it. We say whatever you want. Um, and go ahead, and if you want to endorse Kamala Harris, go for it. But then you've got all these primaries ahead. If you do this by Super Tuesday, let Newsom and Kamala run against each other because Newsom will kill her. He'll kill her. And that gets Kamala out of the way. So their problem is they know right now they can't win the White House. They know Kamala can't win it. They know they're racist if they kick Kamala to the curb and just put Newsom in. They're not racist if they put Michelle in, like a puppet candidate at the convention. They've got the perfect opportunity with this right now, and it is a five-alarm fire at the White House right now. Obama's involved. Everybody's involved. The Clintons, they're like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? The White House, the vote is in November. It's an eternity it is so far away. 
And I, does anybody doubt that if Gavin Newsom ran against Kamala Harris, he'd kill her? Just Biden say, I'm giving my delegates back that I've already won. I'm throwing them back in the hopper. If New Hampshire, Nevada, these other places, want Iowa, want to go ahead and revote, revote, put Newsom and Kamala on the ballot, get a new date, set up new elections, run for the, the delegates there, start the whole thing over. We're not far enough in the process. If he pulls out, he's just out. Everybody will know why. That's okay. It, it, he can't embarrass himself any more than he already has. This way, he doesn't lose to Trump. And he can just shut up and go away for about six months or nine months until it's all over. I'm scared of that plan. As I've said all along, I'll believe it when I see it that he's on my ballot in November. I do not think Joe Obama's gonna, Joe Biden is going to be on the ballot in November. And I've never been more convinced of that. This, to me, is the cherry on top. It's over. You can't come back from this. If they keep him on the ballot, he's dead. The commercials alone that you run in swing states off of this document today is worse than any crime or trial or somebody winning a, a civil judgment against Trump that he says, she says that he grabbed her butt or something in a dressing room in Macy's 40 years ago. This, that's all ludicrous. That stuff's ridiculous. This is legit. This is a special counsel saying this poor old fool is so out of it, we're not going to charge him because it went to trial the jury would just seem as a sympathetic old man anyway, and there would be no, there's no reason. Her did this for a reason. I think he looked at it and said, this person cannot be reelected as president of the United States. That that's wrong, and I think everybody in D.C. knows that. That the way our government is running by the deep state right now, the puppet masters that are running this president is not the right way to do it. I will say one good thing about Gavin Newsom, should he become the candidate and actually win, and I think he'd have a hell of a chance to win. I know not many of you believe that, but I think this country is looking for somebody younger. There are people in the middle that don't follow politics like we do. They don't care. They'll just want to vote for the new guy. Incumbency used to be a thing. People just want a new guy, a younger guy, whatever, but they hate Kamala, and she's not really new. And the shorter the campaign, the better it would be for Gavin Newsom. All he's got to do is beat Kamala, now it's a much younger guy, better looking guy, whatever, up against Trump. And he's slick on a debate stage, all those things. They would at least, at least have a 55% chance of winning with, with Newsom, at least. I'm not saying Trump couldn't win. I'm just saying I think Trump would be the, the pretty big underdog at that point. If, they can, if I can see this path and they can't see it, I, I, I hope they don't. Or I hope they just dig in and get stuck in the mud, there is a chance that the people that are controlling Biden are so happy running as basically a shadow government of this country and so entrenched that they will push him to the finish line and try to get him a win. But they're really running the risk. I don't see how he beats Trump. And therefore, I don't see how he stays on the ballot. And I think they know Kamala can't beat Trump. And I think they're really their only hope right now is Gavin Newsom. And there is plenty of time to just scrap this thing and say, we're starting our primaries over. We're keeping the dates out there that are on there. Um, if you can get X signatures within so many days, you can be on the ballot. I mean, maybe they'd even have to open it up to RFK Jr. I don't know. They might. Uh, they might. They don't have to. But if you got enough signatures in all these states, why couldn't you? Why couldn't RFK Jr. call himself a Democrat and run? Why couldn't Joe Manchin get in? You know, my dream is that if this mayhem happens, some of these people get in somehow and become the nominee. And what we get is a reasonable Democrat. Okay, RFK Jr. or Joe Manchin, reasonable, not good, not a conservative, but a reasonable Democrat would be the candidate up against Trump. Because then we don't just hit the bar and flush the toilet down the drain every single day. At least some good things would happen. 
RFK Jr. or Manchin would both close the border. I do not think Gavin Newsom would. I think Gavin Newsom would keep this ruse up and think, if I stay here eight years, I'm the kingmaker. We become the uniparty. We get complete and utter control of this country forever. We will at some point get the House and the Senate, and we will pass laws to make them all citizens and let them all vote. And it will be over. It, I, it will be over. And I think Newsom would be in on that. So in a way, I'm scared, but I'm telling you, I don't know many people that think that Biden can be the candidate with this thing after he came out. This is the most damning thing I've ever seen. We, this, is, this was such an historic day. I mean, there's nothing like what this report says about our current president of the United States. This is the 25th Amendment, folks. They can invoke this right now and kick him out. And I think they will. I think the Democrats are going to go to him. Obama is going to go to him and say, look, we're going to invoke the 25th Amendment and our Democrats are on board. You will be out. You, you need to resign or we will invoke the 25th Amendment and you're going to be gone because we'll have all the votes and we'll get it done because your own party's coming after you. And then you have to resign. You have to resign. And I think it's coming. And I've never thought Biden was going to be on the ballot. So in a way, this is, it was a great day for Donald Trump. The Supreme Court had a hearing from the folks in Colorado. We'll talk about that in just a second. Brought to you by the Finch Knife Company. Online at finchknifeco.com. If you head out this weekend, do a little shopping. Maybe you'd like to visit the Hill Creek Market in Lecompton, Kansas. They're now stocking Finch pocket knives. You can see them in person if you live in Topeka or Lawrence or anywhere near Lecompton. What a great place to go. It's a cool little specialty store, I'm told, that has Finch pocket knives. That's along with Shields in Overland Park, the Bullet Hole in Mission, and Teague Tractor in Belton, or online anytime, finchknifeco.com. Keep life from getting dull. You should carry a Finch pocket knife every day. You should just have, I mean, I'm serious. I mean, even I'm doing it. I've got a Finch pocket knife in my pocket at all times, unless I'm going somewhere where I know I can't take it in. I'm going through a security, because uh-uh, I don't want to lose my knife. And I keep one in my car. There, I just, you know, you never know when you might need to cut some wire or rope or help somebody out, you know, or when you really might need it. Keep life from getting dull with a Finch pocket knife, the FinchKnifeCo.com. And Back Nine Development is opening the lofts at 1700 in Manhattan, $249,000 condominiums after he sold out his condominiums at Colbert Hills Golf Course. This beautiful apartment complex building has been completely renovated and turned into condominiums on Manhattan Avenue. It's just fabulous. If you want to check it out, back9development.com, the lofts at 1700 and the dunes in Lansing now with eight executive lots, big giant lots, three over three acres around a lake just gorgeous for custom home building. Back9development.com. TJ Velkanskis is the owner and developer. Just personally give him a call. He's that kind of guy. Who takes calls anymore? Right? Oh, DM me if you're interested or send me an email or fill out this form. No, just call TJ. He's just a dude, man. He's just a dude in a truck that really develops cool properties and may be able to build a dream home for you. TJ Velkanskis, 785-236-0161. Back9development.com. So the Supreme Court heard all this uh, BS about taking Trump off the ballot in Colorado. Hawaii wants to do it. There's other states that want to do it. They're all lining up to take Trump off the ballot. And I think it's going to backfire on them. In fact, we might get a surprise in a state that has said they want to try to do this. Like, if you're a Colorado voter, if you're any kind of an independent voter, don't you just, at this point, when Trump gets back on the ballot, to spite the people in charge in your state that had the hubris and the sack to do this, don't you just go vote for Trump just to do it? If you're not a Democrat, doesn't everybody now vote for Trump in Colorado? Doesn't he? I mean, I know he's down big there. It's an eight or 10 point state now, but it might be coming. 
this lawyer did a fine job, but I, I heard one person say, I've never heard a lawyer want to pull the fire alarm more than this dude today from Colorado. Speaking with the nine Supreme Court justices, telling them why Trump should not be on the ballot in Colorado and how that a federal election is some sort of a Colorado issue had, you know, Kachani Brown Jackson or whatever her name is and and the justices that were appointed by Obama and Biden asking unbelievably hard questions of this guy, basically saying, this isn't right. What are you doing? Like, why are you here? Was the tone I got from all this. It doesn't sound like it's going to be long, but Ketanji Brown Jackson was as tough as anyone. She said, I totally understand your argument, but you know, you're listing people that were barred under this clause and the president is not there. They listed senators, all kinds of other people, but they don't list the president and vice president. They, they specifically left the executive branch out of the clause that you're citing. Can you not see that? This is Ketanji Brown Jackson grilling this guy. And a lot of people think it's going to be a 9-0 vote against the state of Colorado, just telling them summarily, you can't, you can't keep Trump off the ballot. You just can't. He qualified under your state laws and democracy. Many of the justices, um, Clarence Thomas is the best. Many of them basically said, uh, democracy over this court, please. <laughs> it's not for us or you to decide. It's not for the courts in Colorado to decide the outcome of election. It's up to the voters. We're a Democratic Republic. Let the voters decide. They couldn't have said it louder to him. This is just wrong. Courts don't decide these things before elections. He's qualified to be on the ballot. Put him on. Let the voters decide. Really, really, really strong stuff. Very cool. And then there's the Tucker Carlson interview, which I watched. And it's a little hard to watch because it's long. So at some places I shuttled through, like I really didn't care that much about the part about you know, when Clinton was president and, and a couple of other things. But there was some really interesting stuff, the Tucker Carlson interview, that on any other day would have just been a massive story. But these other two stories blew it off the front page for sure. The best line I heard Putin say was that his intel at the embassy in the United States, when Tucker asked him about the 2020 election and interference, he's like, we don't interfere. We, 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 we're not interested in interfering. And he thinks it's Putin. The takeaway here is that Putin thinks it's funny that the West has lost its way so badly, that the once great West, United States, Europe, all these places, don't believe in men and women being married. Um, he's really strong about moral values, the nuclear family, religion, morality, things like that. They're very strong on that in Russia. And he thinks it's hysterical watching the West just go off the rails. And when he specifically asked Putin about the 2020 election, he said, well, my people at the embassy in the United States told me that, quote, the border is run better than the 2020 election was. <laughs> now, that's just the greatest thing ever. I mean, the more Putin talks, the more he sounds like a conservative. Now, he doesn't believe in democracy. He's basically a dictator. Nobody runs against him. His elections are rigged. You can't beat him. There's nothing democratic about Putin. But he does a lot of things in Russia they think Trump wants to do. They think Trump wants to be king, basically, which is what Putin is, and kill his opponents and jail them and do all this while they're trying to kill their opponents and jail them and do all this. The, the Democrats are trying to be opposite philosophically of what Putin is, but run America and the West like he runs Russia. They want it locked tight. 
completely locked tight and under their control, just as Putin has in Russia. But I'll say this about his control in Russia. Many of his principles are conservative. They make sense. They're proud of their heritage. They're proud of their history. They're proud of their country. They don't want an invasion on their border. They want men and women to be married. They don't recognize three genders or multiple genders. All of the different things, morally, spiritually, things like that, they're very conservative. Now, that alone does not make a great country, but it's a great place to start. Putin does a lot of things wrong, and he's a killer, and he's a war criminalist. He makes a very strong argument for why they're in Ukraine, that every everything that they occupy right now, those people are Russian. They speak Russian. They're Russian Orthodox. They don't care. They'd be just as happy right now if they were part of Russia as Ukraine. They really don't care. They're good with it. Much of Ukraine wants to be Russia. This is a border dispute. And he gave the history of it and everything else, and the left's going to melt down over it. But it just shows you, here's what we know about the left. The fact that they will melt down over all this tells you there's a reason why they're in it. And it's the money they make in Ukraine, and we're basically annexing Ukraine and funding them with billions of dollars and trying to welcome them into NATO to poke Putin with a stick because the Democrats, the socialists, all over Europe and in the United States do not like a conservative Vladimir Putin. They see him as the enemy. They see him as Donald Trump. They see him as Donald Trump who doesn't have to win elections, or they see him as Donald Trump up against rigged elections that they've rigged against him. It's fascinating. I've never liked Putin. I think he's a thug and a killer. There's just a, an awful lot to not like about the man. But as he speaks about this, you had another one who was asked about the Nord Stream pipeline blowing up. And he said, you blew it up. And Tucker goes, no, I was busy that dad didn't blow it up. He goes, not you individually. Check the CIA. And... Tucker had a great follow-up question. He said, well, why didn't you come out and say it's the CIA? And Putin's response was, in the war of propaganda, it's extremely difficult to defeat the United States. They control all the world's media. I think he's right. I think he's right, but he still should have said it. The possibility of Russia blowing up their own pipeline is ridiculous. He said there's another pipeline flowing right now and Germany and Poland won't take the gas, that they're all in it because the United States is controlling it all. And we are. We are controlling it all. And we may be on the right side of history trying to help Ukraine, but that is no democracy. Do not make a mistake. Ukraine is no democracy. Zelensky and Putin are the same guy. They're the same guy. Zelensky's just trying to protect his kingdom. And Putin's trying to expand his a little to get back what was once Mother Russia's. Fascinating stuff with Tucker Carlson. All right, we're going to get into some football here. The Super Bowl is Sunday. Lee Sterling will be with us. It's going to be fun. He's got a great insight to the national anthem, how long it will take. His daughter has hit it nine years in a row. She's a professional singer, and she researches Reba McIntyre. I think she's looked at over 40 tapes of national anthems by Reba McIntyre. He's going to go through all that. He's going to give you prop bets. We'll talk about the game. We'll break it all down. It is brought to you by Window World, simply the best for less, online at windowskansascity.com. North Kansas City Dental has two locations, Northland and Westwood, Kansas. Dr. Bush would love to have you as a new patient. He would love to have you. He's got a big facility, lots of dentists there. They're all conservative and great. They're huge Chiefs fans. Why wouldn't you switch? NKC Dental with an office in Kansas and one in Missouri, nkcdental.com. And Buck Roofing and Buck Disposal. Buck Disposal is online at buckdisposal.com. If you're looking for big disposal containers, dumpsters outside your house, job site, whatever it may be, they can drop it at the beginning of the day and take it at the end of the day if you'd like. If you're going to fill that baby up in a day or if you need it for a week, they'll do it that way too. 
One Call does it all locally owned and operated, providing the best service in this industry. 913-242-7695. It is buckdisposal.com. All right, we're not going to get into uh, Brittany Mahomes being in Sports Illustrated or anything like that. Boy, is AI and computer-generated, gra- is that really impressive, what they've done with that girl? I'm sorry, woman. Uh, the pictures, if you haven't seen them, she's going to be in the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. I tweeted out, we just saw a story two weeks ago that Sports Illustrated is out of business until further notice. One dude's trying to take it back over and put cash in it, and they say, oh, the swimsuit issue's coming out, and Brittany Mahomes is going to be in it. I said, I thought they were out of business and fired everybody. If they're not, this will do it. What on earth is she thinking? I, 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 I'm sorry. Everybody, I, I got a bunch of emails. Oh, give her a pass. She looks good, this and that. It's fake. It's fake. The pictures are fake. Nobody looks like that. She certainly doesn't. I've been around her. No. 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 This is, oh, God, it's so bad. No, we're not going to get into that with Lee Sterling. Uh, no. The real beauties are down there on South Beach. It ain't Brittany and just what we need the week of the Super Bowl is that Brittany is going to be in Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Issue, a company that's out of business. Go figure. Lee Sterling's here. Let's have some fun. Let's talk some prop bets and Super Bowl on KKHI. Hit it! The Kevin Keatsman Has Issues Conversation is presented by MyPillow. Use promo code KKHI at MyPillow.com. Oh, you may not know a band that I know called the Old 97s, but he's got a $97 special for you that you can't afford to pass up on this Super Bowl weekend. Lee Sterling from ParamountSports.com is here, and for $97, you're going to get his game picks and his top 15 prop plays. Hello, Sultan of South Beach. How are you, sir? I'm good. I'm good. The 97s. I never heard of them. The Old 97s. They're out of Texas, I'm pretty sure. It's kind of a rockabilly-type hmm. band. Uh, I think okay. they're. I think they're from okay. maybe the '90s. They're a little older. They're not something new out there. Okay. But uh, check them out. It's a little. It's a little Texas-ish kind of thing. Texas, Oklahoma, Arkansas, okay. something like that. Okay. Yeah. I'm always go. into checking new stuff out. So I'm, I'm a music guy. So I'm gonna have to check that out. And I'm ready to go. I we already set the menu here. I know you. You're the menu isn't set until a little bit later at your house. But we go with wings. It is wings and burgers. <laughs> And we get them from a place called Cake South. They have the biggest drumsticks you've ever seen. And they just cook them to perfection. So got two two couples coming over and going to have some fun. And hopefully uh, my daughter's 10th straight national anthem comes through. And that sets the tone for the game. We've got a lot of jingle in our pockets to start the game and at the end of the game. All right, so ParamountSports.com, 97 bucks. You get in on all this good stuff, including props. We're going to have some fun here and talk about a lot of different things. They may yep. or may not be part of your service. I'm going to go ahead and guess that the anthem play is part of your service. I'm just going to let everybody know that right, right. now because I know how you feel right. about your daughter picking these <laughs> as she's trying to go 10 in a row. So let's just start with some of these props and things that you're you're looking at that would be interesting for our audience that may or may not be part of what you offer up. Okay, so she spends a lot of time on this. I know she spent at least three or four hours on this, and the over-under is 90 and a half seconds. And here's what she said to me. She called me back after studying it for a couple hours. First off, she said she's never had more material to study of national anthems because Reba McIntyre started singing, I think, at like age 17 or 18. She was singing at rodeos, national anthems. 
She sung them through the 80s where she started uh, her singing on a C note and the 90s on a B note and 2010s and on on an A note. Now, my daughter, who sings national anthems, she starts on a D note. She says her dropping uh, of the starting note makes sense over the 40 years she sang it. But she says it's a testament to her just not being able to sustain the duration as long as she did in early anthems. And most of them early on in the 80s and 90s, she even sang a couple of World Series, were not that long. They were right near this number, So, and sometimes even under. So she just feels that she clips a lot of the ends of her phrases, which means the end of the singing sentences are shortened, and she lets the... She just, when she was singing, just looking at, studying her voice, she lets the instrumental music carry to the next phrase rather than her voice filling the gap. So um, she feels pretty strongly here that we're going to see an under, Under. an under in the national anthem. And it's been over the last five years. I mean, they had some, some crazy totals last year was Chris Singleton. The over-under was two two minutes and five seconds. He sang it at 2.01. Mickey Guyton was the year before. Over-under was 135. It went 152. And the three before that, Jasmine Sullivan and Eric Church were 159. Demi Lovato, 149. And Gladys Knight, 201. And they're just daring just everybody to play the over here, Lee. There's nobody ever they're, they're, this. they're daring you to play. And and the, and the rookies are playing the over. She says uh, the smart money is on the under wow. 90.5 seconds. That's, Reba McIntyre. I mean, National that's going to And that is, that is one of my 15 free plays. That's going to be 20-some seconds shorter than anybody else we can ever remember. Right. Yeah. She's, I think she's like 68 years old, too. That's cool. That's cool. All right. So yeah. under... One minute, 30.5 seconds on Reba McIntyre and the National Anthem. All right, how about some players? We got some players we're locking in on here? Yeah, so I think that we're going to see San Francisco say, okay, we can't take a chance in falling way behind in the Super Bowl. So we're going to run the ball more than we have and keep it close and try to keep, obviously, Patrick Mahomes off the field. For that reason, I like Debo Samuel over 13 and a half rushing yards. Now, remember, they gave him the ball early and often in big games earlier in the season. He went way over the total in a bunch of games. I think he's going to get the ball three, four, or five times. He can go over on one rush, yeah. over 14 yards here. So we're going to go Debo Samuel over 13 and a half rushing yards. Now, Brock Purdy, everyone loves to play the quarterback. Brock Purdy. <laughs> Kansas City's only allowed one quarterback to even reach 259 yards passing in 20 games. Under 247 and a half passing yards with the fact that I think we're probably going to see San Francisco run more than they have in the past. And in the two games in the playoffs, they were trailing. So I I just think we're going to go under the smart play under 247 and a half passing yards. Also, Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes. I like the longest completion under 35 and a half yards. I think he's going to complete a bunch of passes, but under 35 and a half yards on the longest uh, reception. And Travis Kelsey, he went over 70 
uh, yards in every game receiving in the playoffs. I, I like over 70 and a half receiving yards. Also, uh, Kansas City under five and a half penalties. I think they're going to be very disciplined and uh, go under five and a half penalties there. You know, they, it's funny. They've gotten better in the postseason. You just don't see as many whistles. They let, they seem to let things nope. slide more. There aren't as many holding calls and things like that. The Chiefs have trouble. And, and the teams are there. Both teams, the over-under on the penalties is at five and a half. Yeah. It's there for a reason. They're disciplined. The They're not going to beat themselves. The Chiefs penalties have been either offensive yep. line or right. uh, pass interference. Every team has to deal with that. I don't remember the last yeah. pass interference call against the Chiefs. Now, they're get, now they've got the reputation, these corners being really, really good. So they've been getting away with more, I think, as they go. I don't think yep. this crew, this, by the way, it's the same ref that had the Chiefs 49ers game four years ago, Bill Vinovich, which mm -hmm. is weird yeah. that they picked the same yeah. one, but they predetermined that, and then the teams get lined up. Right. So uh, that's the way it goes. So how many props, Lee, are out there, and how wild has this gotten? I've seen there's going to be 68 million people wager on the Super Bowl and some $23.1 yep. billion. What's going on here? Well, the handle's up. When you have one of the top three states, uh, as far as population, allowed to wager on sports now in Florida, it, it's going to obviously go up. There's I counted over 580 prop plays. So mm. um, there's like, I, I saw like 25 or 30 different Taylor Swift prop wagers. I'm not going to go, you know, is, is Taylor Swift going to hug Travis Kelsey's mom? I'm not going to get into that. I, who knows? But um, I am going to go under five and a half appearances that they show her from the start of the game to the end of the game. Here's why. If you study when they do these type of props, like when Eli Manning was quarterbacking the Super Bowl, Peyton Manning, they would put it at like one and a half to two and a half. And almost always it'd go under. I, I, I think they might show her if he has a big reception or a touchdown, but I think it's going to be two, three, or four. I think the the, the smart money is playing under five and a half appearances. Uh, they show Taylor Swift. And how about this one? They haven't put up yet the cross wagers as far as basketball and hockey uh, or golf. But here's one. They, you know, did you see they installed the doink cameras? Yeah, six of them. On the goalpost? Yes. All right. So, will either kicker hit the uprights or crossbar on a missed field goal or extra point. <laughs> it's plus 400. Plus 400. That's worth a shot. Yes. No. I I love the no here. Minus 525. I mean, Harrison Bucker, every kick seems like is right down the middle. He's not yeah. going to feel the pressure. And if someone's going to miss it, it's going to be Jake Moody for San Francisco. When he misses, he misses by a lot here. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm. Put, I already put up five hundred twenty-five dollars to win a hundred bucks. Uh, that either kicker will not hit the uprights or crossbar on a missed field goal or extra point. I see, you have the stomach that I don't have. I don't. I don't have the stomach to bet on something like yeah. that with those odds. But I, I have bet games before where a team I've thought is has a decent chance of winning is like minus five hundred or I'm I'm sorry right. plus five hundred or, or a team that I know is at college game where I'm like, oh, this is a right. lock, and they're you know they're. They're, you know, this huge number and you take the favorite and then you like that and you lay the odds. But I don't, man, I don't know on a kick. That just seems way too random for me. I, I respect you, dude. I'm not sure I could play that really okay. either way. I could maybe, I mean, I could maybe put like 10, 10 bucks. I know, but I could maybe put 10 bucks on plus 400 as a ruse. And I've probably done it wrong because I've lost all these small wagers 
trying right, to hit right. win a hundred bucks, you know, you know, twenty bucks plus five hundred or put something. Five, put fifty two fifty on it to win ten bucks. It's a it's okay. a free ten bucks. All right, a free All right. ten bucks goal post right. doink. Goal post doink. Yep. I'm writing it down in my notes right now. I'm putting it down. I'm gonna And it's do also it. remember this. It's it has to be on a miss. It can hit the goal post and go through. Oh my. And you still win. Okay. Yep. Okay. So if it goes through yep. I'm good. Right. I like that. I like that they have, I don't know how they came up with six Cameras, they must have one on the crossbar and one on each upright because there's six of them. Right. Total. So they yeah. have all the doink cams. That is a beautiful thing. Yeah. All right. What else we need to know, Lee? All right. Let's talk about the game. So, you know, I think you hit it right on the head to start the playoffs. You said Patrick Mahomes has really matured. And check this stat out. I mean, we all know, obviously, about Andy Reid. Is he 27 and four coming off a of bye? Sounds about right, yeah. I think in his career, 27-4. and four. In three postseason games, Patrick Mahomes topped 300 passing yards once, barely. Passed for just four touchdowns. But I, I just love the way he knows the formula to win. Don't turn the ball over. The Chiefs' dominant defense has been doing their job. And on his 112 dropbacks in the playoffs, no interceptions, no fumbles, and he's taken all of two sacks for a grand total of minus 11 yards. If you don't end up with bad plays or turnovers, you're going to win almost all the time here. And this San Francisco defense, their pass rush, 26 in pressure rate, whereas the Kansas City offensive line, number two pass protection unit. Also, just think that Isaiah Pacheco, has been an absolute revelation the way he picks holes and, and picks up yards. We're talking about like, seems like six, seven, eight yards at, at a clip here. And the 49ers offense is coming off games against the number 22nd and 23rd defenses in yards allowed. This Chiefs defense, number four in yards allowed, 295 a game, number two in points allowed, 16.8, and number four in yards allowed. And the team is coming off games against the number one, number four defenses and points allowed here. I just can't go against the Chiefs here. I'm going to take the two points. I like the Chiefs. I think they win this game 26-20. I got them at 27-20. You and I are on the same page. And you can steal this for me if you'd like. All right? Nobody says – nobody. you'll never hear anybody say this. This is just me. I've I've come – Patrick Mahomes is the best game manager in football. Yeah, he's Nobody thinks of him like that, but it's, that's what yeah. happened this yeah. year. This team was dropping well, you so think much. He came from the Big 12. The, dude, you think the, about him going in. He even talks the, about it. He likes to hit on the big play. They were dropping he, so many passes, and he was turning it yeah. over and fumbling, and they worked all year, and Andy Reid said, this isn't going to fly. We're going to game manage, game yeah. manage, game manage. Number one, 210 completions this year for Patrick Mahomes to running backs or tight ends. That's number one in the league. Brock Purdy, known as yeah. the game manager, only had 151. That was ninth. That's good. He's, but Mahomes has become a dink and dunk. Alex Smith. They've gone back to the Alex Smith offense. That's essentially what they've right. done. And they've said, Patrick, if this defense is so damn good, if you don't turn it over today, we're going to win this game. That's all he's told him. He's become the best game manager. But it's different. He's a game manager that, let's say Lamar Jackson, who always pukes, but if he'd have gone downfield lat two weeks ago and scored the touchdown and tied the game, if he'd done that, Mahomes was still going to come beat you. There was going to be a yep. minute something left. He was going to go down and win the game. You still have that Mahomes if you need it, but most weeks now they just don't need it. They get the lead and let their defense win it. 
No, it, this this might be one of the rare Super Bowls where the public, seventy one percent of the bets are coming in on Kansas City. Seventy three percent of the money is on Kansas City. You got the best coach, you got the best quarterback, you got the best defense, and the best kicker. Let's say it comes down. Let's say everything goes wrong, and you got a tie game. And like, let's say last week and you needed a drive. <laughs> I, I feel pretty confident with Harrison Buckner being right. able to knock it through from anything from 55 yards in. For sure. All right, it's the yep. old 97s special this week. Yep. 97 bucks, you get yep. Lee Sterling's pick for the game, and it's going to be a, a yep. two-play teaser. And then your top two, 50. Yeah, two-team two team six-point teaser on the game and the total. Mm-hmm. And um, we're going to give you the top 15 prop plays. We've won seven of the last 10 Super Bowls. Eight of the last 10 Super Bowls we've won on the prop plays. So get those for just $97. It's an instant download, so you don't have to call back. It's ready to go right now. And also, we have a UFC card. We just couldn't come up with five, six, seven selections to sell. Came up with three of them. We're going to give away the UFC card for Saturday night for free. UFC fight night for free. So just go to the website if you want to get it for free, where it says free pick sign up at ParamountSports.com. On the homepage, just put in your email. We'll email you back the free card there. You're ready to go. Hopefully, you can make some money on that. My daughter's national anthem under, and then the game goes as we expect, and everyone's happy. Let's do it. Lee, you're the best, man. Thank you, as always. Okay. Thanks, Kevin. Take Take care. care. He is Lee Sterling. It's ParamountSports.com. Just log right on, 97 bucks. Everything's downloaded for you. And he's going to give you his 15 best props and his game selection for just $97. Take that information and that knowledge with you and take it wherever you're watching the Super Bowl and bet other people on those picks. Make a prop sheet of just those 15 picks. And you know what your 15 are going to be and let everybody else pick and see how you do. Go give that a shot. Lee Sterling is brought to you by Roberts Robinson, Chevrolet GMC in Excelsior Springs, home of the lifetime warranty for free. Online at robertsrobinson.com. Advantage Termite and Pest Control is online at AdvantageTPC.com. Make the switch for 2024. Keep your house critter-free with Advantage Termite and Pest Control. Call 913-768-8989. They'd love to hear from you. They love KKHI listeners anywhere in the Kansas City area. Advantage Termite and Pest Control. And, of course, TicketsForLess.com. Anybody listening anywhere in the world can buy tickets from TicketsForLess.com with the promo code KKHI. I just saw a thing that Iowa Speedway announced they're getting a NASCAR race. They do concerts before and after races. That's coming up in July. They're going to have Eric Church, Luke Combs, Kelsey Ballerini, uh, Post Malone, big-time stars before and after the races in Iowa. You want to go, ticketsforless.com can get you hooked up. Ticketsforless.com, promo code is KKHI. We appreciate our sponsors greatly. Boy, it's been a heck of a week here covering the Super Bowl. I hope you all have enjoyed our coverage very much. I want to thank especially uh, Lee Sterling and Stan Weber for being on the podcast, Danny Klinkscale for doing the patron podcast, Between the Lines 2.0. It's an exceptional listen. If you want to get his thoughts on the game, you can join as a patron by going to kkasissues.com. It's $5.99 a month to get signed up, and you're on board. You can download the segment we did with Danny uh, yesterday. He We spent a few minutes talking about his dad, who was a legendary Boston broadcaster on the ABC affiliate who passed away a couple weeks ago, and Danny missed last week the patron podcast because he was in Boston for his dad's services. What a storied career he had. Danny, growing up around TV and radio stations, tells some great stories. It's really a fun listen. 
We do a lot of cool things on the Patreon podcast. Danny's a big part of that. It's been an unbelievable football season. Cannot thank Stan and Lee and Danny enough for all they do here at KKHI and the other guests that we've had on from time to time. Stan will be with us Monday. The newsletter will be out this weekend. We'll probably include some Super Bowl props and things like that. We're doing some fun Super Bowl edition of the KKHI Patrons Post newsletter. You'll get that if you get signed up before I send it. That's usually by, if you can get that done by 10 o'clock Saturday morning or so, you'll get that right in your inbox right away after signing up become a patron at kkhasissues.com. Kevin Keatsman Has Issues has been presented by Roberts Robinson Chevrolet GMC and is produced by Crooked Tail Media. Please hit the like or follow button wherever you listen or give us a review. For premium content podcasts and weekly newsletter, join as a patron at kkhasissues.com for as little as $5 a month. Support all our sponsors and other conservative businesses at the kklist.com. This has been a production of Cricket Tail Media Incorporated.